Hi everybody, welcome to the Daily Oz Pinch and a Punch, first day of the month. Happy February, everyone. Zara, great to be with you. We're going to be talking about the most popular podcaster in the world. It's us. It's nearly us. It is Joe Rogan. We're going to be breaking down the big dramas that have been happening in his part of the world later on in the podcast. But first, Zara, a couple of trucks making their way to Canberra made the news yesterday. Tell me what's happening. Yesterday, we saw individuals from across Australia travel to, as you said, Canberra, protesting against vaccines and COVID-19-related mandates. It was dubbed the Freedom Convoy, lending the name from a similar event that happened in Canada. And some protesters drove their cars onto the lawn in front of Parliament House, while others were seen demonstrating at the front doors. It was not, however, a sitting day, so most parliamentarians were not in the building. A school in Brisbane has been condemned for asking parents to sign a contract that could see children excluded if they're openly transgender. On Friday, City Point Christian College in Brisbane sent out the contract stating that all students must identify as their birth sex. More than 30,000 people have signed a petition to demand the school immediately recall the contract. Australian Red Cross Lifeblood has issued a call for blood donors as an estimated 20% of Australia's donors have been unable to donate blood on any given day in recent weeks, and that's, of course, due to COVID-19. Around 4,500 planned donations are being cancelled or not attended every day. So if you are a blood donor and you are not in isolation or don't have COVID, now's the time to donate blood. And today's good news, researchers from Tufts University and Harvard University, they brought in the big guns, have successfully triggered regrowth of a frog's lost leg. The process, which required a five-drug cocktail applied in a silicon-wearable bioredactor dome, took around 24 hours to complete. There are thoughts that this could lead to the regrowth of human limbs down the line. Zara, he's the number one podcaster in the world. I've heard a lot about Joe Rogan and Spotify in recent days. Can we just go from the start, though? Who is Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan was once a stand-up comedian. He was once the former host of Fear Factor. And now he is the host of one of the most popular podcasts in the world. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. And if you've ever looked at the Spotify podcast lists, it is always there sitting at number one. It is exclusive to Spotify, meaning that you can't listen to the podcast anywhere else, including Apple. The deal between Joe Rogan and Spotify was signed a couple of years ago in 2020. And according to NBC, it's worth about 100 million US dollars. So just a small one, you know. Rogan's podcast is the number one podcast for a reason. It's believed that he gets an estimated 11 million listeners per episode and that he releases several episodes a week. Judging by these numbers, he's actually more popular than Spotify's most streamed musical artist, The Weeknd, who currently averages around 86 million listeners a month. So talking about the rock star of the podcast world, why is he so controversial? To be honest, he's been controversial for a long time, but more recently he's struck controversy over his views on vaccination and COVID-19 more generally. He said on his podcast that he believes young and healthy people shouldn't worry about getting the COVID-19 vaccine. I think you should get vaccinated if you're vulnerable. I think you should get vaccinated if you feel like my parents are vaccinated. I've encouraged a lot of people to give, and people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part, it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. 
Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. And then there's the interview that sparked the most recent criticisms with an infectious disease researcher by the name of Dr. Robert Malone in December of last year. Malone himself has a controversial background and he's been banned from Twitter for spreading COVID-19 misinformation. In this interview with Joe Rogan, Malone claimed that those who believe in COVID-19 vaccines are, quote, suffering from a mass formation psychosis and have, and I'm quoting here again, literally become hypnotized. It goes without saying that this is false, but just in case, there's been a search of the term on PubMed, which is a database of more than 33 million biomedical publications, and the term mass formation psychosis has never been used. So that interview with Malone happened in December. Why is Rogan in the headlines this week? It's in the headlines because musos from across the world have started to pull their music off Spotify, basically in protest. And some subscribers around the world are starting to cancel their subscriptions. Reports have even gone so far to suggest that Spotify shut down its live customer support because of complaints and cancellation requests. This boycotting trend all started only a week ago when music legend Neil Young published a letter on his website specifically addressed to Spotify that labelled them responsible for, quote, spreading fake information about vaccines via Joe Rogan's podcast. The letter's since been deleted, but screenshots of it went viral very, very quickly. He didn't just condemn Spotify and move on, though. He told them all of his music would be taken off the platform and he followed through on it. So right now, you can't actually listen to Neil Young's music on Spotify or at least the music that Neil Young has released directly. And it's not just Neil Young. Other artists have joined the boycott, with Joni Mitchell being the most famous of the lot. Then in one of the funnier tweets of 2022... James Blunt actually said he would release more music if Joe Rogan's podcast remained on the platform. We've also heard from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who also have a podcast deal with Spotify. Their podcast management released a statement saying they're looking to Spotify to meet this moment and make changes to the platform. Bad news for Spotify all around, particularly interesting to hear about the live chat function of their customer support being taken down. That's always a sign that a company is getting a little overwhelmed. Has Spotify made any official comment on the dramas? They sure have. While Spotify has so far refused to take down the podcast or at least any of the controversial episodes, they have released a statement saying some things will change. Spotify's co-founder Daniel Ek released a statement yesterday admitting they have, quote, an obligation to do more to provide balance and access to widely accepted information from the medical and scientific communities guiding us through this unprecedented time. He added that Spotify would take three steps, including publishing their platform rules, working to add a content advisory to any podcast episode that includes discussion about COVID-19, kind of like what you see on Instagram when there's a post about COVID. And he also said that they'd be testing ways to raise awareness among creators about their platform rules and to help these creators understand their accountability. Speaking of understanding accountability, have we heard anything from Joe Rogan himself? He actually posted a 10-minute video yesterday afternoon. Here is a short clip of it. Hello, friends. 
I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. As part of this apology, he tried to justify the interview saying that he just wanted to have conversations with people, but he did admit he gets things wrong. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. He also did say Spotify wants to change up some things, which he agrees with, including putting disclaimers at the start of controversial episodes and having more experts with differing opinions right after he has those with controversial conversations. He also said he'd do his best to do research before doing the controversial episodes. He did actually also take the time to apologise, saying, if I pissed you off, I'm sorry. He also said thank you to haters because he said it's good to have some haters. That is where we're at with the Joe Rogan Spotify boycott episode of 2022. I spoke to Neil Young and Joni Mitchell earlier today. They said they are big fans of the Daily Oz and have no intent to abandon their support for it. And they also said the only way that it can become more popular than Joe Rogan's podcast is if you review it on the platform. So this is a great chance to talk about rating the podcast on Spotify and reviewing it on Apple. It gives us the chance to compete with the Joe Rogan experience. This is the Sam and Zara experience. It's well on our way to 11 million listens per episode. Nearly, nearly yeah. there. One half of Australia listening every day. <laughs> Have a fantastic day, everybody. And we will speak to you on Wednesday.